0: Welcome back to Rewilding for Women where we talk about empowerment, authentic, deep, real, true empowerment. We go into shamanic practices, tantric practices, archetypal embodiment practices, and a whole lot of other stuff. I'm your host Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding for Women. Today's episode is a beautiful episode it's not as audacious as some of our other episodes it's very shakti infused very divine feminine infused comes with a lot of uh practices around stepping into deep wisdom following inner guidance um What does Shakti feel like? And if Shakti isn't a word that you resonate with, you can sort of substitute that for inner guidance or higher self or divine mind or words like that. Um, before we get into the episode, just want to remind you that if you're not a newsletter subscriber, we share all of the stuff that we do in newsletters. So we share all of the astrology reports. We share all of the events that we do in rewilding. We share all of the live streams that we do. So in our Facebook group, this actual podcast was recorded in our Facebook rewilding for women group, um, which is absolutely open to you if you resonate with this type of stuff and our podcast and our stuff find us in the Facebook group and absolutely invite you to join us on the live recordings of these Um, you'll hear at the end of this episode there were questions that came in and those questions came from the members or the women who were in circle with us in that live recording Okay. You can find the newsletter. You can find all of our events. You can find all of our online stuff on our website, rewildingforwomen.com. I hope to see you there. I hope to see you in the Facebook group. And if it's really singing to you, I hope to see you at our retreat in October, which we just published and we're just talking about. So I think I share a little bit about that at the start of this particular episode. All right. That's enough of me, enjoy the episode. All right, I think we can probably dive in a little bit. It's about that time. So one thing I do want to announce though, before we dive into today's content, before we start talking about Shakti and we start talking about how we can feel the inner guidance and how we can hear the inner guidance and that discernment piece and then um, the trust piece. Before we dive into that, huge announcement that I'm super excited to share we are doing a retreat in Colorado in October. Yes, the venue is booked. It's the same venue that we use for Mystery School in the US. Uh, it's open to 18 women. I think there are 12 spots available right now. Uh, it's the only live event that we have booked for 2018. It's it's one of those small, yummy circles. Um, small, yummy, also scary because I'm really able to do a lot of one-on-one with everybody, right? So imagine a circle of only 18 women and four days. I'm on everybody at some point. (laughs) So I should warn you of that. Um, If rewilding in person is calling to you or if being on retreat is calling to you, we're gonna work with the five faces of the feminine, so we'll open to all five of the faces. More than five archetypal energies, just not sure, Um, but we'll definitely touch on one in each of the five faces of the feminine. We'll also open to the masculine, and then we'll step into what does union look like? What does that bring up when we bring them into union? (laughs) I love this retreat um, and really excited to be doing it in the U.S. This is our first time doing this four-day retreat in the U.S. All of our previous four-day retreats have been in Australia on this particular theme so it's posted it's in the Facebook group so where you're at right now it's under events but it's also on our website rewildingforwomen.com under events okay enough of talking about retreat I think we're good we've got about 50 women here so it's not just Kelly and I Um, all right let's come into circle we're gonna start talking about Shakti, I think it's only appropriate that we do a little bit of a practice to one, honor sacred space, to step into sacred space, but then also to do a little bit of a practice to open her. So I don't just wanna talk in this episode today. I want to give us some practices to start to open to her, to start to feel into the guidance. What does that feel like? So let's all just start to breathe together. If you want to stand, you can stand. Otherwise, if you're sitting, maybe just finding a position with your spine straight. Starting to breathe. So just breathing all the way down to the base of your spine. That's where kundalini is coiled three and a half times around the root chakra. So we're just gonna breathe down to the base. And you might start to feel a stirring, or a little bit of warmth, or an opening. But we're just breathing, we're just kind of activating, we're giving some life, some energy, some air to her. So just kind of starting to breathe this whole channel, so if you can see, um, if you're watching this and not listening later on, this channel within, the central channel, that river of life. So just starting to breathe that whole central channel that goes from the base of your spine all the way up through the center of your being, all the way up and out your crown. So we're just breathing that for a minute. Those of you who have been on retreat with me or mystery school with me, or are in inner circle, I want you to really open. Um, And also those of you who um, are, are doing practices like these, I'm gonna invite you to really open, right, so to really open, use this as a practice, not just that I'm here listening to Sabrina ramble on for about 45 minutes. I'm going to invite you to step in and to open the channel, right? That vortex, that column of light within. And those of you who've been in workshop with me, like that's really open because we've done a lot of practices around this. But also those of you who've maybe not been with me, you've done other practices outside of that. And so if you've got practices... I'm inviting you to really open, right, really opening from that first chakra up through the second, up through the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and out the seventh, right? So it's just an invocation. So when one woman invites Shakti in, right, it blesses our whole circle. This is why I'm asking for every woman in the circle to really invite her in, to really invoke her in. So it's not just me who's doing the invoking. This is part of what makes sacred space and women's circles so powerful is that When one woman opens the door, it's that much easier for the rest of us to go through it. Now imagine in our circle, there are 30 women opening the door. It's that much bigger. The vortex gets that much bigger. The Shakti is that much more tangible in the center of our circle. So I often imagine we are a circle of women. We are in sacred space together. And if you imagine this circle of women in the center, it's almost this—it's fi- like a fire is in the center of our circle. But the fire is actually this vortex, this column of light, right? So you can kind of imagine just this big awakening energy that sits in the center of our circle and it holds huge potentiality. It holds huge Shakti, huge love, huge light. And then you can start to feel into your own inner vortex, your own inner column, right? So there's almost this mirroring that's happening, right? This helps to fuel, open, awaken, purify this. And that's Shakti, right? This is Shakti, this is Kundalini awakening. This is what we're talking about. So today, if you're on this call or you're listening and you saw the topic, following your own inner guidance, and I think we've got Shakti in the title, that's what we're going into is inner guidance that's divinely inspired so shakti might not be the word that you use maybe you use higher self that's fine or soul guidance the wording doesn't necessarily matter so if you need to insert different words to fit your vernacular is that a, is that a, am i using that appropriately i've never used that word in my life pretty sure, like, Shakti's in my head, because I've never used vernacular. I don't even know if that's right. I could be totally wrong. Um, The gifts of her are profound and amazing when we start to open to her and when we start to awaken to her. Now you can keep breathing and keep feeling as I go into this. So I'm just going to invite this to be almost a workshop per se, like almost an experiential workshop to just feel and breathe as I talk, but just trusting what's going on, trusting what's happening, right? You might start to, some stuff might start to stir up and your body might start to move in ways you're like, what is that, right? Um, There was a workshop I did Um, And there was a man in the workshop. He had never done rewilding. He'd not worked with Kundalini or Shakti or the Divine Feminine or Goddess Energy before. And he was in this workshop. And Actually, I think it was his second workshop, um, his second rewilding workshop. I can't remember. And (laughs) how he says this to me, and he's done a lot of body movement work in the past, like years of body movement work. And he says to me, he's like, it's like someone grabbed a hold of my tailbone and went... (laughs) My whole body. And that was such a beautiful and very loud way of, of expressing how Shakti moved through him um, and how how she awakened in him, how the kundalini awakened in him. It was like somebody grabbed onto his tailbone and just was shaking him back and forth. So it's not always that wild or that big. Um, sometimes it's just a little like, oh. And and then that's an awakening. Or sometimes there's no physicalness to it. Sometimes it's on very, very subtle, subtle realms. It's always totally different. Um, But I'm inviting that into this workshop because we're working in such huge Shakti space. That potential is there. And so if you start to kind of feel like, oh, oh. There's a little something happening. <laughs> like, oh <laughs> in your first chakra, second chakra area. Beautiful. Just let that be, right? Let let there be maybe like a warm tingling feeling or maybe like a stirring. It's almost like she stirs. And then when she starts to arise, it's like this snake-like, right? So it is like the grabbing of the tailbone, but it's this snake-like. That's where the snakes have come from. That's where the caduceus comes from, right? The two snakes coming up. That's her. That's her doing her magic. All right. So how we hear her, how we are aligned with her, how how much we can trust her, how loud she is in our lives. This is probably where I want to start is here. How loud she is in our lives is... um, is very dependent on where we are currently at in our own personal journeys. So we are all at very, 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 very different levels and I wanna honor that. I wanna honor where you're at. Maybe you had your awakening, not, you're, I'm saying it like there's only one. That's not the case. But maybe you started on this path to awakening 20 years ago and you've been through multiple awakenings and you're at at a height here or maybe you're listening and you're like, I'm, I'm not even sure what an awakening is or what Shakti is or what Kundalini is. So I want to just honor every single woman's unique place where you're at from a place of no judgment. And that is one of the biggest things that i can share with you around this path around this path to awakening this path to following inner guidance is number one letting go of all judgment of self absolutely letting all of it go there is no judgment along with that comes no comparison so you don't get to compare yours. I know, this. I sound so harsh. I am saying this with so much love, though. And with the, I'm, I'm wanting, there was a little chipmunk. I'm wanting you to release that which is holding you back. And the comparison stops things. It is detrimental to a person's unique path. So first and foremost, when it comes to this journey and it comes to this awakening path, it's letting go of the comparison. Right? Totally let it, where you are is where you are. And where you are is perfect. It is what your soul signed up for. Your soul signed up for something very different than the woman's soul in the body next to you, right? Than my soul. We've all signed up for very different journeys. We've all signed up to do it very different ways at very different times. So first and foremost, it is absolutely honoring exactly where you are at on the path. Second, is not getting cocky about where you are at on the path. There is a, when working with Shakti, when working with this energy, it is a continual humbling a continual humbling you may be one of those who have been on this path for 30 years and you know what I'm talking about because just when you start to think like hey I think I got this whole thing like I think I I think I am divinity bang right the slap down comes or the smack down comes and it's this humbling and so If we can approach this path... By the way, I think I said something there that I want to correct, is when we start to realize we are divinity, we are divinity, I am divinity, you are divinity, it's when the ego gets a hold of that thought, right? which is... Pretty much the opposite of what the whole process is, right? The whole awakening process is opposite of that. So what I meant to say, and probably a better way to verbalize that, is (laughs) when the ego gets a hold of it goes, look at me, look at me, I'm so spiritual, I'm so divine, la la la, la la la, I'm better than you, or do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That's when the smackdowns come and so the second thing that I want to share about this path of awakening to shakti of the divinization of self of starting to follow that highest path of really creating this alignment with shakti with the divine and living from that place is it's a sense of humbleness and it's an it's it's a does that make sense? I'm not even sure that I have other words around that, but it's this absolute, like, in, in reverence to humbleness. Yeah, I am a piece of the divine, but so is, so is the murderer down the street. That's a tough one to swallow, right? Um, and I am no better than. I know, I know. Like, it sucks when we start talking at these levels sucks when we get up here. <laughs> but that's, that's it. All right, let's take it down just a little bit. <laughs> so let's start to talk about how does it feel? How does it feel to start to follow inner guidance? What does it look like? It looks like a lot of different things. Something, um, something, thing that uh, i'm just trying to feel into where i start with this there's so many different like rabbit holes that i'm being called to go down um i gave a talk once on shakti and it was during a retreat and during retreats energy gets really really high vibratory there's a lot of juice we are in very altered states of, like we are in a very different place we're not in waking consciousness um and i gave a a talk on shakti and in that talk how it was expressed was almost of what Shakti is asking of us. And it was this so much love and, and I am in everything. I am always there. I am always in you. I am always rolling through you. I am always offering guidance. I am always there. And I'm always coming with this voice of love, this voice of high, this this voice of height, this feeling of from the heights, right? And she's 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 coming through from that place of just always here, always loving, always loving. I always have your highest good in mind and I'm always here. It's just that we oftentimes are not listening or we're rationalizing out of the feeling that we feel. Or it's so subtle, and we haven't created the space to feel into it. Or we're leaning back on old patterns. Um, And so I think that's how I want to kind of start this talk is, not start the talk, we're in the talk, but where I want to go now is to really get it through that that's how she feels. She feels like that, and she's always there. Always, that inner guidance. So if Shakti is not a word that you like to use, you can use inner guidance or high self spirit, I think is what somebody I know uses. High spirit self, high self spirit, something like that. Um, Always. But it's where are you making choices from? Where are you wired to? Right? So me. Ten years ago, I was very wired to logical left brain corporate needs to make rational sense. That was my wiring. That was my wiring. So when I would get little hits of intuition, it would be like, oh, I'm not really sure if I can move on that, right? There would be this really wild thing that would happen in my system. Where I would cl- like clog the line, I would jam- I would log jam it. Now where I'm at, and of course there's so much more growth, right? That's part of this whole human experience. But now where I'm at is I'm not wired in that left brain logical place anymore. I'm actually wired in a feeling wise place. It doesn't have to make sense place. Um, So if you can kind of feel into the difference of that, so feeling into that for yourself, if you were to make, okay, feel into this, deep, wise wisdom within. So feeling into that, feeling into your body, feeling into your womb, right? Putting a hand on your womb. Here's another practice. Here's practice number two. Putting a hand on your womb, opening up this channel, right? Channels open. Channel is open. We have just turned the dial. So it's also where is your awareness? Where is your attention at right if your attention is on the news? You're gonna make stupid decisions that come from news energy if your attention is here on your central channel open Awaken, I've got my hand on my womb. I've just some done some practices. I've walked on the earth I've opened to her. I'm feeling her. I've allowed her to arise within my body Now I ask her to speak. Now I ask her to speak. I don't ask her to speak while I'm watching the news. My whole system has just been wired to news. I'm listening about murder number one, murder number two. Hey, Shakti, what do you think I should do um, about this decision with my career? What? Bad idea, right? Especially at the start of this journey. Look, once you're down the track, when you're that person who's been doing this for 30, 40, 50 years, then you can do it instantly. But while, until we get there, it's let's give ourselves the best possible foundation, right? Let's shift the dial to her. So let's shift the dial to our inner wisdom. A practice that I like to do, here's the practice, a practice that I like to do is to imagine wise woman, your wisest part of self is right here behind your right shoulder. Wise. It is that wise woman crone within you. So she has the ability to see past, present, future. She is wise beyond belief and she holds your Akashic records. She holds the knowings of your soul's path. She knows exactly what's in your highest good in every single moment of every single day. She's there. Now, from this place, you lean into her. So you lean into this wise woman. You embody wise woman. You've turned the dial of your whole system, your whole energetic system, is now shifted into wise woman. Wise woman. How does wise woman feel? Wise woman feels like she is above it all. She's above the little human mundaneness of things. Things are not emotional for her. She has this almost detached, but it's a healthy, beautiful, detached aspect. Vision, view, wisdom, knowing from that place. That's how wise woman feels. That's a practice that you can fall into. And then you ask questions from that place. There's a few ways to do this. Some women really, really, really do well with shamanic journeys. And so those of you who've been in in in-person workshops or retreats with me, you'll kind of know what works for you because we do all of these. We do all of these practices to start to open up that channel. So what is it that resonates with you? You're in the energy of it. So this is exactly what we would do on a retreat or a workshop. We're in the energy of her. So we've opened up to this particular Shakti. Now we open up to a mode to allow for translation from this space right? So we're inviting this energy. We're inviting Shakti wisdom from Shakti. We're inviting that into us to flow through us. So there's a few different ways. It could be from a shamanic journey, right? So we open up to this big mama, huge Shakti wisdom. Then we go into a shamanic journey, how does she appear to us in that journey? What unfolds in that journey? How do the insights come to us in that journey as we do a shamanic journey? For those of you who've never done a shamanic journey, you can look up Sandra Ingerman or Ingerman um, on YouTube. There's lots of stuff on shamanic journeys there and drumming tracks. Um, So that's one way. Some women resonate really, really strongly with that path. Other women, our translations are different. So still, we're still in this energy. We still have opened up to big mama, wise Shakti wisdom. But now how do we bring the inner guidance through into the physical? So for some of us, it's not a shamanic journey. Visualizations don't really work for us. Shamanic journeys don't really work for us. For some of us, it's doing free flow writing. For some of us, it's just it's just writing, stream of consciousness. You, you're not thinking. You are writing from this field. So you are allowing the Shakti to actually come up through you, out your pen, right? And you're just writing. You're not thinking. You're not thinking. It is this energy that's fueling the wisdom coming out of your pen. That's one other way. Another, a third way that this can happen is to speak it. So for some women I know are speakers they need to speak to somebody right and so sharing like we a lot of times will do sharing in a workshop it's you have got a choice to either share with somebody or to write depending on what it is that you're called to so sometimes having that witness is extraordinarily powerful so there's a witness here who is in their gloriousness of witness they are listening intently and what it is is their their juice actually pulls the wisdom through you right so imagine how powerful that is if you could be the witness for somebody or somebody could be the witness for you is what they're doing is they're actually feeling shakti they're seeing shakti in you and what they're doing is they're inviting the wisdom to come through you and come out your voice And so that's how it comes out. And so you'll hear a woman and she'll start speaking and this happens a lot of times in sharing in retreats. And we hear it, I hear it in circle. And she'll just start talking and she's talking and she's talking and she's talking. And then at the end she'll go, I had no idea that was there. I had no idea that that's what Kali was asking me or that's what wise Shakti was asking me or that's what the inner guidance was asking. I had no idea. And so that was her her mode of translation. Do you see how there are different modes of translation? For me, I'm not necessarily, a. I kind of have a little bit of all of them, but one thing for me that's come very, very clear is to me, it's creating the space. And for me, creating the space is me walking. It's me in nature. It's me allowing, just allowing, and it just comes in. It just comes in. Um, it's it's a practice. It's an invocation. So that's always at the start is a practice, an invocation. Shift in the dial from um, posting blog posts for rewilding and writing newsletters for rewilding. Right? Like I got to do a lot of that stuff, and it's shifting the dial from that to all right. Here I am. I invoke that. I do a practice around that. I'm in absolute humbleness. I'm in absolute reverence. I'm in absolute trust. Of that space, so it's a, it's also just a preparing my whole being, for what could look really freaking strange to my left logical brain. So it's finding ways to allow that to just soften, um, allow it to soften, allow the judgments. Remember, non-judgment, no judgment, no comparison. So all of that stuff falls. Stepping back into big wise woman or whatever shakti we're working with, right? Because the different. Shakti the different archetypal energies the different goddesses will take you through to different bits of inner guidance For instance, let's say we do some work with Parvati I think someone just posted something really really incredibly lovely about Parvati I'm not really sure if that's in the main group. It's somewhere, but let's say we're working with Parvati now Parvati holds particular wisdom around sacred union around relationships around sacred sexuality right so i could actually go to that particular energy when i'm looking for guidance around my man or my woman right i could go there i'm not necessarily going to want to go to Pallas athena right like she's a warrior she doesn't she's a virginal goddess she doesn't give a shit about relationships not the right shakti to go to and so part of the gift of working in all of the different goddess energies all of the different archetypal energies is that those threads are then all open to you right all open to you so all the different aspects and the different gifts that they bring to you they're available they're all available they're all part of the whole right they're all part of the they make it um edible Right, so they're all part of the divine feminine. But what, what the beauty of working with the different archetypal energies, the different shaktis, the different threads of shakti, or however you wanna call it, is that it's edible. and, And it helps us to do it in a very like, how do I even put words to this? Um. It makes it so that we can do it, right? There's this crazy analogy that I sometimes say of if it's working with the fullness of the feminine, right? Like if you feel into the fullness of Shakti, you've got dark goddess, you've got medicine woman, you've got priestess, you've got lover, you've got mother, right? And suddenly your whole system starts to go, wah, 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 overload, 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 right? The the analogy that I sometimes use is it's like it's like sitting on a fire hydrant. Right, of just vroom, shakti, it's just, it's too much. You can't, you can't, like, it's like trying to drink out of a fire hydrant. You can't drink out of a fire hydrant. But then let's say we go into parvati, just one. And now it's like somebody put a water fountain on top of the fire hydrant and you just have to push the button. And the, th- the stream comes out and you're like, yeah, I get this. I can handle this. My psyche can handle this. My body can handle this. It also helps us with insights. It helps us to translate into the physical world. That is part of the gift of these archetypal energies, is it's that much more translatable when we start to work into the individual threads of them. And then once you've kind of been initiated into the different goddesses, and you've got a plethora, like I think we've got about 24 that we work with in rewilding, so now, now you've got 24 on hand, and something is kind of goofy in your life, and you're going, oh, you'd really like some inner guidance around sex. Let's just say sex. I'm on the sexual healing kit because we're doing that free workshop on sexual healing, which, by the way, if you haven't signed up for it, you should because it blew the roof off of this house. Um, and so let's say that you've got this particular thing going on around around sex. You've now got 24 different shaktis, 24 different... Guidance systems that are open and you can kind of feel you just feel into okay. Who is this linked? Is this a is this a Lilith energy? Is this a Medusa? Is this a Parvati? Is this an Aphrodite? Is this a right because they're all open in you they're all now It's not to say that that's everybody's path either is to be able to do that sort of a practice Um, But it's on offer so The other thing with shakti is and inner guidance, let's just use the word inner guidance in case Shakti kind of throws you off, (laughs) is you start to build a very strong relationship with her when you take action on the guidance that she gives you. Yeah, I know, sucks, sucks. She's asking for you to actually trust her. How horrible is that? So what happens is and I've watched this this is such. This is another um, analogy that I use I'm here I, I ask for guidance right I humbly ask the divine Shakti, the divine feminine for guidance she gives it to me she gives it to me I have it, she gave it to me she gifted me with the highest choice, she gifted that to me but I don't act on that I Sit here. I sit here. I'm sitting. I'm sitting. I I got the guidance. I'm questioning it. Or I'm rationalizing it. Or I'm talking myself out of it. Or I'm comparing or I'm listening to other right? I'm sitting. So I'm sitting here. And something else pops up. And I ask the question to her again. Um, hey, can you can you help me with this one? Um would love some guidance, I'm stuck. You don't hear anything. How many times has this happened to you? You hear nothing, there's nothing there. It's log jammed, you clogged the system. You clogged the system, you clogged it cause you're still here, you're still stuck here. There's like a jam, right? You've, you've jammed the whole thing, you've jammed it. And in a way, you gave her the finger. I know, I know I'm saying it harshly and it's not like that. Like she still has infinite love for you and It's okay if you make a billion mistakes, but here's the thing is when we can get the guidance, act, we're we're in flow right? We're in flow. I get the guidance. I act on it. I'm in flow. I'm in flow. I'm in flow. This feels good. Get the next guidance. Act on it. I'm still in flow. I'm still in flow, right? I can, I'm, I'm, I'm in communication with her. I'm constantly in communication. I'm just feeling her, you know, good, good, bad, ugly, whatever the hell's going on in my life. I'm still in communication with her. And a lot of times she's like, Hey, sorry, sister, just purifying out some old shit right? That's part of her job is the de is the releasing you from old karmas, old stuff, old dense energies, things that you don't need anymore, right? That's part of it. And so I'm in flow. So I'm listening and I'm moving, listening, moving, listening, moving. But when I'm here and I listen and I don't move, do you feel what that feels like? And so I ask again and I'm listening, but I still haven't moved. I'm jammed up. And so like it's almost as if the whole system kind of gets in this jam process. This jammed up thing. And for me, one of the best practices when I get into that log jam place and I'm like, "What? Why are you not Where where are you? Where are you? Like, why have you, why have you left me <laughs> to go back. Right? To go back. Like, what did I hear that I didn't act on? Have I heard something?" Am I not acting on something? What? Where did I go? And so oftentimes for me, this very contemplative, deep diving, reflecting on and becoming extraordinarily aware of when did I feel like I fell out of flow. Oh, 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 that, oh, yeah, hmm. All right, yeah, I'm going to sort that out, <laughs> right? Um, so That's a practice that helps me. Um, Let's open this up for questions. So I know that sometimes this gets a little bit esoteric-y or gets a little bit out there. Um, I'd love to just give us maybe 10 minutes to open to questions. I don't don't always do questions at the end of lives, but I want to start doing them. Um, So if you have a question, if you could type three question marks and then write your question, it helps me as the comments pop up um, to start to flush out and to see exactly what is a comment and, or what is a question and what is a comment. So if you have any questions, uh, I'm happy to kind of just keep the chat open, keep this going, just to answer any questions that you've got. I see you, Hannah, with all of your hearts. I love you, woman, I love you so much. (laughs) Um, Hannah's in Australia, Hannah's been in mystery school. She's part of the, uh, the Rewilding Working Group, actually. All right, let me just scroll. Maybe there are no questions. Maybe Shakti is talking so loudly to you all that there are no questions, right? Maybe the inner guidance, maybe she's just flowing right through in her perfect divine way that there are no questions. All of your questions are totally answered by Shakti um, and by her guidance. Um, It's extraordinary practices, and I can say that Things open up in life that you can't even possibly fathom. Um, rewilding was basically built on all of on following Shakti, on trusting Shakti. Um, I had no idea that this was coming. I had no idea. I, I ran one tiny little workshop for twelve people um, at a little school in Sydney, Australia, based on Shakti, right? Just following the call. Um, but also when you follow her, it's things that are far beyond what you could comprehend unfolding unfold. Um, It's like tapping into universal wisdom. That's what we're doing. We're tapping into the divine mind, universal wisdom. So it's not just one little clunky brain here that is creating, right? It's this thing aligns with that. This whole thing, this whole thing aligns with that and then what gets created is is something you can't fathom. This little guy can't fathom. It's it's genius. Like that's where you see genius. That's where you see Beethoven. Like Beethoven connected into divine mind, right? Just letting pure creativity flow through him. That's how he created. That's how source would flow through him. That's how Shakti moved him. And that was his particular genius to share with the world. That was his creation to share with the world. And you probably know other examples, lots of examples um, of that. Okay, I think there are questions. How good is this? Um, Okay, here's one. Um, Karina, explain more about going back when you may have already made a mistake not acting upon your intuition. Yeah. that's a, Oh, and Melody, I see that you have a question too. I'll get to yours, Melody, in a second. So Karina, um, about going back. Yeah, I, I had, I'm glad you asked that question because I felt when I talked about that that there was more to go and I just didn't go there. So when we go back, there's a few things to do. One is, what was I called to do that I maybe didn't do? Or what did I not hear, right? And reflecting on that, it's it's not sitting in it, it's not being guilty about it, it's not beating yourself, like, there's no beating yourself up in this, we don't get to beat ourselves up in this, this is all just a learning process, that's what we're doing, we're just learning, we're growing all of the time. So it's doing that without guilt, because that's going to keep you stuck there, right, or you're going to take yourself into another hole of just guilty, oh, I'm so bad, blah, 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 blah right? And so it's just this staying at very high, that very high place of reflection, right? With no judgment of self. It's that kind of detached, kind of not emotional place and going, ah, I was asked to do that and I didn't. Can I still do that? Is it still right to do that? So that's the question to ask here. Is it still right? If that decision can be made, if that movement can be made, is it still right? Because Things could have changed. Everything changes in every moment, right? It's the butterfly wing effect. I'm not going to talk about that. Maybe we'll post that in the group. If somebody could post that, that would be amazing. Um, it's, It's everything has changed. Everything changes every single moment. So just because it was right back then doesn't mean that it's right now. So it's asking, okay, that was where I clogged the line. What is the highest decision I can make now? What is the highest decision I can make now? Feeling back into wise woman space doing whatever it is that helps you to translate that inner guidance through what is the highest thing i can do now right i hope that helps um karina okay here's melody ideas for working through kundalini that rises up from root and then out of mouth throat um interesting So, Melody, I love you, sister, by the way. I wanted to talk about Saraswati today, and I feel like your comment is very, 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 very related to Saraswati. So, in um, goddess tradition, one of the particular shaktis, or goddesses, that is extraordinarily useful for translating shakti into speech, into word, into thought, is Saraswati. Saraswati, you can find her in Sally Kempton's Awakening Goddess book. Saraswati is a beautiful energy to work with. Um, Melody, after reading what you wrote, um, that is exactly uh, what that feels like to me, or that is a practice that feels like could be supportive. Of course, you feel into if that feels right for you, but it's almost as if she's either opening this, right? There's a purification opening, Of the throat of the mouth or she's asking you to create or to speak something right Um, so just keep keep going with it sister awesome like awesome keep going with that practice um, of just opening that and that's another beautiful practice for everybody here as we talk about the translating Um, she will do a process where she does a purification of throat she'll do a purification of she'll do a purification of the whole body And by the way, it doesn't go in linear fashion. It goes in whatever order your soul has signed up for. And it can go up and back down and then up again and then back down. It can go to the heart and then the head and then the heart like eight times can come back. So also just from that perspective. Um, Hopefully that helps, Melody. Sounds like a really great place to be, sister. Um, uh, All right, I'll do one more question. Okay, Lily, I don't even know what your question is here, but I see it. I'm only just starting my journey and was wondering what I do if I can't connect at all. Is it just a matter of practicing opening the line and just having faith that it will happen when it's supposed to? Woman, oh, I have so much love for you. (laughs) I have so much love for you and just how you wrote that. It's so beautiful. Um, Yes, it is always in divine timing. So when we start to awaken when we start to feel it's always in divine timing. To me, it's keep feeling into what it is that you're called to do, where it is that you're called to be. Like, you were called to be on this live and called to ask that question. Like, this is Shakti um, manifesting for you. So for all of us, this is kind of how it works. You wouldn't be on the live if there wasn't a call to be on the live, right? And so you just feel, you just keep feeling and you keep trusting. And if that practice, to me, you wrote about that practice. And you wrote about that practice for a reason. Um, There are other practices um, of you really start to do like a fire of breath in the base chakra. And it helps when you're in a room full of women, right? So it's a whole different ballgame when we're we're in an in-person room together and there's all of the Shakti happening. Um, But you can just start to breathe her and you can do it very gently. So if the practice that we did today feels perfect for you, just keep trusting that keep trusting that so it's beautiful that you've already written <laughs> exactly what the answer is um, so it's it's you're spot on you're sp- there is an absolute divine timing to it right somebody could come to a a rewilding circle four times before they have a kundalini awakening or somebody could come and in the first five minutes of drumming have a kundalini awakening that they've never had before so it's totally 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 up to soul. It is totally up to spirit, right? It is totally up to your unique path. And so just trusting that, trusting the unfoldment, and trusting when it happens, and trusting what it is that you're called to. Right. So even when it's not loud inside of you, we've still got the inner guidance rolling through us. We still have Shakti rolling through us. Right. She's still there. We wouldn't be alive if she wasn't there. And so just keep creating that relationship and keep feeling into what am I called to do? What's lighting me up? What's giving me goosebumps? Um, What is singing to my soul? Right. And just follow that. Joseph Campbell, follow your bliss. I do want to say that sometimes your bliss doesn't feel like bliss should feel. Sometimes it feels like absolute nerve-wracking, scared of what's going to happen because it's such huge transformation, but that's part of bliss. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm going to end it here. Um, I am so, 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 so grateful um, that we get to do this, that we get to be encircled together in this way, um, online and in video, with women from around the world i still just think that's so profound and so beautiful that we get to connect in in this way so i'm just grateful for all of you for being here live co-creating the space grateful for all of you listening later on on the podcast or maybe on the blog or somewhere else Um, i love doing this i will put up a podcast next week um, so that won't be live in our facebook group it'll just be a regular old podcast so look for that And then I'll also be doing another live in two weeks from now. So we're going to kind of stick to that schedule at least for this season. And if you haven't subscribed, uh, if you subscribe to the newsletter, we always kind of let you know when things are coming up. So in the newsletter, we do the astrology report. Plus, we let you know um, when lives are. We let you know when the latest podcasts have been published. It's kind of a way to stay up to date. I work really hard to make those worthwhile um, and not some, like, spammy crap that's coming into your inbox I, I hate emails that just sit in my junk folder that have nothing in them so I work really hard to share like quality insights around things around the current energies around archetypal stuff um, so that when I do show up in your inbox um, I'm not like showing up and just like wiping my dirty feet on your carpet of your front room right because <laughs> I always feel like A newsletter in an inbox is somebody inviting me into their house in a way, right? I want to show up with, like, flowers and not dirty shoes and wiping them all over your floor. So if that sings to you, I'd love to see you in the newsletter, or I'd love to see you in the Facebook group a little bit more, or see you on the next live, or if you're really wanting the big mama of all experiences, I will see you on retreat, um, which is in October. So... Uh, whatever singing to you, following that Shakti, following that inner guidance. Um, all right, so much love to you. Thank you all so much.